What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? It is episode 52 of Pop Culture Crisis. I am Brett. I am here today with my co-host. <laughs> what is your name, young lady? Miracle Sam. Nice to meet you. How you doing today? I'm okay. What about you? Uh, I'm good. We're getting started early today. Mm -hmm. uh, only by my choice this time. Yeah. yeah. He's not cranky. Cranky? What's cranky? cranky? I don't know what cranky means. But cranky. I know what cranky means. E. Uh, I'm not cranky today. Mm -hmm. He's not, and he's not tired. I'm somewhat tired because I missed my 6.30 alarm. But well, what time did you get up? 8.20. Oh, no. Well, I, yeah, you're late for work. Well, not really because you, no. you get to work remote so if mm -hmm. you need to. So you didn't even have to be in here today. No, so basically, well, I, I kind of want to wake up early because like... Um, if you guys don't know, we have a new update on TimCast.com. So I'm helping you with your accounts right now. And I stole you away from your accounts to do the show here. It's okay. I already got rid of half of them. Like, um, I got an influx of 100 and something emails. Wow. Yeah. And right now they're like 50 something. Yeah, you're, you're knocking them out one, one by one. Yeah. Yeah. We're trying. We're trying our best. The new update is bothering us too. We, we, we do our best here. Mm -hmm. We do our best here. Okay, so uh, today we've got a bunch of stuff to cover. We're going to cover uh, projections for the Batman. Mm -hmm. uh, we've got the new trailer from for Lightyear. We've got a lawsuit uh, involving Village Road, Warner Brothers, and The Matrix, which just came out uh, at, around Christmas. Uh, and then we've got some fun stuff towards the end with Woo! Island Boys and uh, Podluck. we got some other stuff. So I say we just go ahead and say mm -hmm. the heck with waiting and we just get right into it. I'm you Batman. You're Batman? Yeah. You sound just, just nope. like him. I just sound like a pubescent, like Batman. Like if Damian Wayne was still like 12 years old and he's saying, I'm Batman. I'm Batman. I'm Batman. I'm Batman. He's like, or, I'm Batman. That, that, <laughs> that, was, that would be it. That would be like puberty ridden Batman. I'm Batman. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but speaking about Batman, what's going on? Okay. So basically the Batman comes out March 4th. So mm -hmm. the production and like all of the news regarding it and all the promotional materials starting to ramp up. This is where mm -hmm. whenever we do, um, whenever we do like box office breakdowns and we talk about budget for these movies, you always do uh, your budget of the movie times 1.5 and that's so you figure mm -hmm. out how much the marketing yep. cost. Well, right now we're in the throes of just how you know that uh, huge budget all that marketing money we're in the midst of seeing that right now I see yep. the ads everywhere whenever I'm on IMDB or any of these sites I'm seeing promotional material for the movie so this article is from Cosmic Book News and it mm -hmm. says the Batman box office opening expected to be well over 100 million mm -hmm. uh, the Batman opens next month early estimates offering the box office will open to well over 100 million dollars which isn't too surprising box office pro offers the Batman could open anywhere between 135 million and 185 million which is a wide range that's actually pretty common for these yeah. movies is to give it a pretty wide like I, I, a lot of times what I'll see is like between 100 million and 150 million I'm like well that's a large uh, I remember Eternals got like these astronomical numbers yeah. and then as the movie got closer they just started making it smaller and smaller and smaller, <laughs> yeah. and smaller so it says factors will come into play regarding the box box the box office including ticket sales which go on sale Thursday reviews to an extent but probably the most important factor is word of mouth mm -hmm. I think if fans really love the movie they will take to social media and that's similar to what happened with flicks such as The Joker and Spider-Man No Way Home mm -hmm. word of mouth will be the major factor and things could expand 
explode. That seems to be more and more common. Yeah. Like they get a, a lot of Marvel movies get that big opening box office push, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But the movies that seem to do the best these days have a long have longevity to them. I remember mm-hmm. Joker, it inched its way towards a billion dollars if i'm don't somebody would have to fact check me on this but because i didn't pull it up but i'm thinking off the cuff i believe joker opened to 90 million which was way outside of what they expected because it had like a 55 million dollar budget right so uh but then it just grew and grew and grew yeah it was really even my dad went and saw it that blew my mind i haven't seen it yet uh but it's just so funny my dad's like in his 70s yeah we went to see the joker i'm like oh man what is this world coming to Mm -hmm. can you look up and see what the box office opening was for joker i'm just curious yeah, um, I was about to, domestic. but then I forgot what I... Yep. Uh, so it says, uh, so I really do think word of mouth is extremely important when it comes to stuff like this. It says, I think if fans really love the movies, they will take to social media. Yeah, it says, uh, BOP says, advan- oh, mm-hmm. Box Office Pro says, advanced yeah. tracking for the Batman includes social, uh, includes social activity and trailer views are the strongest of any rele- release excluding Spider-Man mm-hmm. No Way Home before the pandemic began. And the tracking is more in line with the opening of Captain Marvel's 153 million and even the 177 million of Disney's Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. Mm-hmm. Zack Snyder's 166 million uh, Batman vs. Superman. 166 million. Like, what's funny is like, I don't know if it's maybe like the bubble I've been in, but mm-hmm. like Spider-Man movies haven't been like, Batman has been far more profitable than yeah. Spider-Man up until uh, Tom Holland took mm-hmm. over. And even then, like none of those uh, neither um uh, far from home nor homecoming made a billion dollars. I think those were both. I think one was. They, I think they both ended up in like the seven hundred mm-hmm. to eight hundred million dollar range. Yeah, for sure. Right. So, uh, but for this movie, I, I remember when when No Way, not No Way. What was the first one? Uh, homecoming came out. Mm-hmm. They still care. Like it was like right when they were starting to put like uh, like certified fresh on Rotten to as if that matters to mm-hmm. anyone. Uh, so I thought that was funny. So in some of the other movies that are coming out, like they, they listed like Rise of the Skywalker. I don't mm-hmm. really see that as a good one-to-one comparison. Down here it says, while Christopher Nolan's Batman Begins only opened to $48.7 million, the two follow-up movies went through the roof as The Dark Knight opened to $158 million and The Dark Knight Rises to over $160 million. And then the other ones that I had written down is Eternals, which is more recent, right? So yeah. you can look at that as kind of a more even comparison. Opened to $164 million, mm-hmm. And Black Widow, Open to 183 million. Those are the only reason I'm mentioning them is their pandemic era mm-hmm. films, whereas the other ones that we were talking about weren't. Yeah. Um, and then No Way Home, 260 million dollars. There's, there's no way it's going to open to 260 million dollars. E- but like I said, it, it, what it, what it needs to do is it needs to find the legs that No Way Home has had. Like mm-hmm. I said, No Way Home barely like, only lost to like what was. Uh, uh, to Moonfall by like a couple of million dollars last weekend, even though it was in its eighth week of release. Mm-hmm. So the movie really needs to find its like if it's if it's get gets good reviews, yeah. that's fine. But if the audience likes it and it gets good social media traction, mm-hmm. once those reviews not not critic reviews but yeah. audience reviews start coming out, that will do the film much more uh, good in the long run. Mm-hmm. Well, um, to circle back on your question about Joker's um, opening weekend for the box office, mm-hmm. it was ninety. 3.5 mil. Wow. Okay. And that's on a budget of like $50 million. Mm-hmm. So it made, it like made its profit money. It was in profitability already in the first weekend. Mm-hmm. It's also worth it to note that Joker never came out in China. Yeah. So that's impressive <laughs> that it made a billion dollars without Chinese mm-hmm. money. 
Um, and then I wanted to go to this other article. It says the Batman predicted to gross more than the Eternals' entire domestic run in its opening weekend. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Box office tracking so? w- website uh, Box Office Pro released a long-range box office forecast for the upcoming The Batman film. That's so hard to say that. Mm-hmm. Every time you say upcoming The Batman. Uh, from director Matt Reeves, starring Robert Pattinson and Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman. Did you know that uh, apparently he wrote this Batman movie with Robert Pattinson in mind? Really? Yeah. So there was nobody else. Ooh, like, that's so cool. Yeah, he he, he wrote that with him uh, in mind. Well, to my act. question is, how long was the rumor that Robert Pattinson was going to be Batman for? I I I, I, I felt I, like it was years. Like the rumors that started. I mean, uh, I don't remember the, but you could be right. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I guess the. I always thought they were talking about. Um, no, like you're, yeah, I. Uh, you think like towards the end of Affleck's run, they yeah. started talking about it. They started talking about new Batman's after after the movie The Lighthouse came out. I mm-hmm. feel like they started talking about it because he started doing darker independent movies. Yeah, um, and he kind of fit more in tune in tune with that. So it says Box Office Pro claims that the Batman is poised to join the club and rejuvenate the theatrical marketplace when it debuts just four weeks from now. That's close. It's mm-hmm. already it's already coming up. So it says, yep. They support their claim by noting Batman is arguably the one of the most valuable and reliable pop culture icons when it comes to the box office, evidenced by the numerous blockbuster performances from multiple generations of moviegoers, from Tim Burton's 1989 film to Christopher Nolan's early 2000s trilogy and Zack Snyder's Batman vs Superman: Dawn of Justice in 2016. Yeah, like when Don, when when Superman um when when Zack Snyder's Superman movie came out. Nobody really like Man of Steel came out. Nobody yeah. like it did well, but for the most part, they're like, "This isn't Superman. Superman does not snap people's necks, even <laughs> if it is Zod." Mm-hmm. Um, but when uh, Batman vs Superman was announced, nobody really cared about Superman. They really yeah. cared about Batman because Batman is like the um, the emo kind of kid <laughs> that everybody emo slash gothic it's kid. a lot more interesting mm-hmm. uh i guess like it's and harder he's to always make, brooding yes it's harder to make um boy scout superman mm-hmm. interesting even if you do have him snap got zod's neck mm. uh so it says advanced tracking social activity and trailer imprints for the batman are the strongest of any release excluding spider-man noyom since before the pandemic began okay they're they're recording look at that i love all the posters for this movie yeah. have been amazing i like the zoe the kravitz zoe kravitz one, one right there is really that good. one is really good Making i like that. short hair look good if mm-hmm. didn't even know that was possible. No, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. It was a joke. Run, women. It was a towards Brett it was with a, your short hair. Uh, it's a, it was a joke. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can tell him that short hair actually looks cute. It does, it, it, especially on her. Do you think it's going like look at that poster? Look at that one right there. That, that one is inc- really good. All of them, man. But you know how like the previous article it says like um, with promotions of word of mouth, mm. how do you think it's going like? be spread is it going to be spread through like tiktok like how spider-man no way home was where yeah. every Ooh, that's a good question because i haven't seen any like tiktok like um promotion like Smi- spider-man's more memeable mm-hmm. than batman yeah. like uh like my what were like the, the tiktoks where it's like spider-man's mm-hmm. like swinging someone and he's yeah. like it's a guy that he's carrying Have you, did you see those <laughs> i saw that one and then there's the cosplayer where like he jumps down and he is spider-man which is really cool and then like people who do like the lip sync 
Yeah. Um, I haven't seen any for the Batman. It's so. a lot harder to, to do because it's more serious, mm-hmm. right? So Spider-Man is much more in line with like modern mm-hmm. Generation Z culture. Yeah. Whereas Batman's kind of like, is it really all that uh, mm-hmm. laughable to talk about a guy whose dad was, uh, his parents were murdered? Mm-hmm. And, and this one is like basically... Uh, the Riddler is going to be a mass murderer. Yes, right? he's a serial killer. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and Paul Dano is a fantastic guy. I'm so excited for that. So my question is because like Joker like had memes like made out of it. Well, also the Joker got all its promotion from the media telling everyone that it was going to cause violence. Mm-hmm. And all the uh, there was like all that mass hysteria that the media. Yeah. They literally wanted somebody to do something violent. Like you yeah. could tell that the media wanted something bad to happen. They're like, it's a snow. It's really slow in the news week. We need somebody to like maybe shoot up a movie theater. Yeah, so. dude, the the media is evil. Don't mm-hmm. let anyone tell you differently. Like yeah. the the media as an institution, uh, in my opinion, like there's no way that they did that and raised that type of insane uh, hubbub mm-hmm. without uh, actually like secretly hoping that something bad would happen. Well, also like there's a lot of behind the scenes and like comedies who do like satire behind the scenes of like the news and it's kind of accurate if you think about it because they're there to get your money they need views to stay afloat yep and my friend zay was like yeah basically like they're pretty much not that friendly no they're not they're They're not not that friendly because he works behind the scenes as the button pusher so he's the person who helps you um i think he's back in texas to see your texas news oh man yeah just uh and he's like, I'm just waiting for the Disney overlords to take over so I can just stay one place. Yeah, right. Uh, well, Disney and Disney's not any better. Disney, Disney owns most of those, mm-hmm. uh, like all those companies are all owned by the same few small conglomerates, mm-hmm. right? So it says in the it says if the Batman is anywhere near the upper end of this prediction, it will gross more than Marvel's Eternals did in its entire domestic run. The numbers report Eternals only opened. Or only earned 164 million at the box office. I wrote 164 million as their opening weekend. Really? Yeah. Huh. What? That's weird. Maybe um, different articles get different sources, so the numbers are d- a little bit. Yeah, like I'm like not now. I'm like double checking. Like uh, Brett is checking yeah, live, live people. Well, yeah, it's a. Uh, I it don't was, know. That's weird. I because I, I thought that number seemed high mm-hmm. to me, uh, given that. Um, no, that makes more sense. Okay, so uh, Eternals grossed in the opening weekend um, $71 million mm. on its opening weekend. Okay, and $164 million total. Whereas what I wrote down for Black Widow was, uh, so Black Widow earned $183 million mm-hmm. in its entire run, but $90, $90 million in its opening weekend. I just weekend. want to point out, your notes remind me a lot about my, like, remind me a lot of high school homework. Thank you. How it's formatted. It reminds me a lot of like high school days, and I'm like, ah. Well, it's no. yeah, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> I'm like, no. I do, I do my best to stay organized mm-hmm. because, uh, like, when we when we were doing early days in here, I would mm-hmm. fill it out more f- completely. Yeah. So then I'd be like looking and stumbling. So now what I do is I try to reference stuff mm-hmm. and and try to keep it in mind because otherwise, if it's if it's too cluttered, then mm-hmm. I can't focus as I'm writing. Do you know, um, a uh, Cornell note style. Oh, my God. So, I mean, I know that term. Yeah. So basically, this is what they taught us in high school. Um, so basically how you organize your notes, you have a key term and then you write a definition or something to remind you to memorize it. And then uh, this is like I organize it on the left side. So in the margin, I'll have like a key term mm-hmm. or like just like 
uh, question that I need to remember. Okay. And it just helps me with that. So maybe you can try it out. It's really easy. Forcing myself to use good handwriting has also helped. Like when I was doing notes for like the the things that we review, yeah. I would scrawl it really fast mm-hmm. and not pay attention. And now I try to write it more clearly and mm-hmm. it, it makes it easier to notice. Nice. So it says, uh, the YouTuber explains, He's they're talking about, hoodlum. or I am not a hoodlum. <laughs> Look at this poster. This one, like, that one is super cool. I all, like that. They're all really good. Mm-hmm. So it says, the YouTuber they're talking about OMB reviews that's uh, Odin Odin's movie blog Uh, the YouTuber explains if this film is able to reach reach up in numbers and is able to really build up even more hype I think a lot of people are very hyped about this film I know I see a lot of people in the comment section of the videos talk about how excited they are for it uh, I was even asked at a, on a recent live show, what do you think the next billion dollar film is, uh, mm-hmm. film will be? And I looked at this film and I, and I looked at what knowledge we had uh, at the time. And I said, hey, I don't know necessarily if this is going to be that film. I think it could get to the seven to eight million dollar, ra- seven to eight hundred million dollar range. But I don't know necessarily if it'll reach a billion dollars. Uh, but this kind of changes th- things just a bit. Uh, again, mm-hmm. there's a, these are long range projections, so a lot could change. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what I what I've noticed for the last couple of years, because I, I used to love this, like even before we were doing this, po- mm-hmm. like long before we were doing this podcast, yes. I loved listening to people talk about the numbers. I have no mm-hmm. idea why I'm horrible at math, but I love <laughs> hearing it explained. Right? Yeah. And a lot of times you'll get these wild projections mm-hmm. for these movies, which I think a lot of times end up being like promotional mm-hmm. like they're like it's gonna make this much money and that makes you it kind of it kind of clicks in that fear of missing mm-hmm. out that people have they're like it's oh, gonna no. make that much money and mm-hmm. i'm not gonna i'm gonna miss out i'm not gonna be able to talk to anybody about it on monday and every all my co-workers are gonna see it so they drop these huge expectations for people to mm-hmm. try to get them to to go and see it early i think but I, we are definitely going to see this opening weekend. That goes without saying. Yeah. Um, um, speaking about opening weekends, we are also going to watch a movie tomorrow. Yes. Uh, we're going to see Death on the Nile. Yep. Uh, the new Kenneth Branagh. Mm-hmm. Hercule Poirot. I have no idea how to say Hercule Poirot in, in not uh, Minnesotan. Minnesotan. <laughs> Look at that poster. It's super cool. I the love... Col- the colors are so good. Whoever is the graphic designer for this movie, well done. I love it. She looks totally different there. She looks like a 12... She looks like a child there almost. No, not really. She looks very young. I feel like she's more Vogue-esque. The, ah, you could be right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very Vogue-esque. Like, if you get rid of, like, the Riddler's, like, bloody splatter clue yep. and then just put Vogue under instead of, like... um the Batman, it looks like a Vogue mag- uh, magazine, and you wouldn't know she's playing as Catwoman. Very cool. Ma- Miracle knows her stuff. I, I imagine yeah. a room full of Vogue magazines <laughs> for no. somebody who wears hooded sweatshirts to work every day, and uh, but I don't se- <laughs> maybe at home secretly, it's like a it's like a Vogue magazine. It, it's like all uh, high end and artsy, and nobody, uh, none of us well, know about it. Fun fact: I wanted to be a graphic designer as a little kid. That's uh, that's yeah. such a twenty twenty. That's that's <laughs> a, like that feels like more my generation to like grow up. I want to be a graphic designer. Well, it's because like um, I was really into advertising. Like I wanted people to Nick, see. You, sh- you and Nick should spend more time talking. He loves talking marketing and advertising. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like the whole idea, I love watching behind the scenes how they do it and mm-hmm. like how they get the idea. So like on TikTok, they show you like secrets of commercials, how they make it look more appetizing for food. Yeah. So I love like how they used mm-hmm. to they used to use something that wasn't milk to do yeah. cereal ads, and then mm-hmm. they found out that they couldn't do that anymore. They have yeah. to they have to use real milk to advertise cereal. Yeah, well, before it used to be like um, shaving cream. Yes, yes, yeah. okay. It yeah. used to be shaving. See, cream. See, you know your stuff. Yeah, 
like legit. That's like, a, that's like a fact from my generation. Like, <laughs> yeah. 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 And another fun fact. Did you know that the movie Singing in the Rain, they had to use milk for the rain part? So that you could see it. So it would show up on, on yep. camera better. Mm-hmm. I know for a fact that um, like when they do snow, mm-hmm. they even if they're shooting in a place with real snow, they prefer yeah. to bring in the fake stuff because yeah. it looks better on camera. It does. Like um, it does. It's not that great to clean up because it's I a bet. pain pain in the butt and but it it's probably okay. it's probably unhealthy too it's like mm-hmm. got a funny smell to it and everything isn't it made out of styrofoam could be mm-hmm. you don't want to inhale that styrofoam is probably horrible for you yeah kind of well a lot of our diet has like plastic in it <laughs> just <laughs> thank saying. you for that just saying a morbid fact i i started mm-hmm. watching like film theory talking about like his new theory about milk and milk is not that healthy for you you can like eat other things Part of the mm-hmm. milk industrial complex is yeah. out to get us. Yeah, because like he's doing like this weird trilogy. He said this is the last one, but I don't think it's going to be the last one where he's talking about like how the supermarket and like food industries are lying to you to buy what. Yep. So like he talked about um, McNuggets from uh, McDonald's and how it was like the start of promoting like eating chicken and like they didn't advertise their burgers that much because of the beef shortages and then it's also like mm-hmm. there's like the the sugar industry and mm-hmm. then the fat industry somehow fat got the bad rap and sugar is the one that's really yeah really bad for you mm-hmm. well it's very Actually, addictive yes. it's like it's similar to a drug because it helps like it doesn't help it kind of activates like the oh yeah i get headaches when mm-hmm. i don't have it yeah like it activates a certain chemical in your brain that makes you want it more yep. because it makes you more happy it's not the dopamine one it's a different um chemical in your brain i don't know food facts over okay <laughs> uh so, ba- so it says batman opens up on march 4th starring starring zoe kravitz paul dano colin farrell jeffrey wright any circus john Turturro. Uh, oh, also starring. I was like, they don't list Robert Pattinson first. <laughs> what the hell? He's the main actor, bro. Well, there was a there was a weird thing. I, mm-hmm. I, th- this is a tinfoil hat. Yes. Okay. After like right after Me Too happened and mm-hmm. everything in Hollywood, I kid you not, every IMDb page listed the f- the 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 first female star first, even if she wasn't the star of the movie or the show she was just a side they, character they would put well maybe she's like the second you know like mm-hmm. like i the first time i was, I was looking up an, an actor on the show burn notice which is yeah. a show from like the early 2000s mm-hmm. and they put gabrielle Anwar first and jeffrey donovan second yeah even though he was the star the show's literally about him mm-hmm. uh it was really fun like mm-hmm. and i i was like it could have been a total conspiracy theory but i felt like it for a no, while i, I was seeing only women were listed first uh, maybe that's what they're like. Where's Zoe Kravitz? Yeah, I'm sure know. that's not it. But yes, um, uh, they just wrote it because that's the first name they thought of. Because usually how they write things. Well, no, because like, I mean it's like they change the order. Like mm-hmm. the the picture hers got moved above his mm-hmm. in the in the list. So oh, okay, who right. knows? Never mind. Who knows? Never mind. Well, also you have to look at who wrote the article. Is it? Oh, it's a man. Never mind. <laughs> so, um, are you excited for Lightyear? Lightyear, yes. Uh, speaking about Disney and how they're trying to make me more addicted to their product because I'm still playing that Bubble Pop game by them. What's it called? Um, it's like Pop Up pop Disney. Up. It's like and Candy Crush, but it's like balloons and all their characters. And then you have a mini character that you get to the basically design yourself, mm-hmm. but then you basically have to pay tickets and like buy new costumes for your uh-huh. character and each costume has like a different power up well 
they're doing a different way of trying to get mm-hmm. you to sell you something here with this trailer for Lightyear, uh, and that's dun, in the dun. it's um, uh, that's in the form of socks the the cat the cat who is very 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 clearly a marketing tool in the vein of Grogu. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, Baby Yoda. Um, what did you think of this trailer? I think it was really cute when yeah. they showed like the cat parts. That's uh, the I, only part that I appreciate, and like the art style. I don't mind it. I think it's very. Some people are aren't fans of it because it goes. It's very different from. Well, because like it's nostalgia feel. Yep. That's why they want it the same two D, loud colors. I love the color palette in this trailer. Yeah, I um, love it more. It's more realistic. I'll tell you that. Um, uh, as for Chris Evans as mm-hmm. Buzz Lightyear, I, I think he he does a very deep and pro, like uh, I don't even know what the term for it be. You know, he has a very. Uh, Alto. Man, voice, uh, you know, like uh, I'm an explorer. I, I liked it. I, I liked his uh, his voice here. I also mm-hmm. found some funny, <laughs> some uh, okay in the trailer. Probably the part I liked the most was all the stuff on the besides the cat mm-hmm. uh, was all the stuff on the ship. The, I love the color palette and the tones yeah. there. The animation style. I love the music, which mm-hmm. they're saying that this is the person who did the music for this is the it's his first Pixar movie. Yeah, this is also going to be the first Pixar release. In theaters since like 2020, because remember, so cool. Disney's been screwing Pixar over by mm-hmm. releasing their movies, uh, the Disney animated movies in theaters, and Pixar has been dumped on Disney Plus. There's a whole conspiracy theory, like um, with like how they release movies. So like whenever Disney releases movies, all the uh, studios they don't release their movies because they don't want to be outshined by Disney. Well, that's not a that's not a conspiracy theory. That's just business. It's, it's just business, but like still, it's kind of weird that Disney owns Pixar, but they won't promote their stuff. Like I really like Coco. I'll tell you that it's not my favorite movie, but it was really heartfelt. Yep. But they they did advertise it for a little bit for Day of the Dead, but then after that, it went well, silent. Disney likely bought Pixar just. So they don't have to compete with them anymore. Mm-hmm. That's the whole point. Yeah, that was a that was what um, Bob Iger was good at. He yeah. he wasn't necessarily good at creating new things, yeah. but he was very very good at buying things that mm-hmm. already existed, like yeah. Star Wars, mm-hmm. like Pixar, like Marvel. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's he was an acquisition hound, mm-hmm. and that works for the for the business model. So uh, this article says a trailer for Disney's Pixar for for Disney and Pixar's Lightyear has just dropped. You can watch it here. I've already watched it. Thank you, Brave Browser. For your ad blocking software, yep. I I apologize. Uh, the film starring Chris Evans as Buzz Lightyear will be an origin movie for one of the Toy Story's most popular characters, who we really don't know all that much about. Technically, that's not true. Mm-hmm. It's a origin story for the real life per- the real life astronaut that inspired the toy of Buzz yeah. Lightyear. Uh, it has been described as the definitive story of the original Buzz Lightyear that will deep dive into the story of the young test pilot that became the space ranger we all know him to be today. Mm-hmm. Whether you plan to watch it with your own fa- your own small family members, borrow your friend's kids, or just fancy some good nostalgia, that's weird. Uh, the, I, I don't... If you're going to borrow your friend's kids, ask permission first. Don't kidnap the kids. Don't kidnap the kids. Even ask permission the- first. Even if you're like their legal guardian too, like or like ask permission anyway, or godmother, godfather, please just ask permission. Don't like kidnap your friend's kids. Kidnapping is bad. Unless like you're Chris Carr, where he legit told me, "Do you want a kid? Have my kid." Uh, Miracle's kidding, by the way. He did not actually mean that. It was sarcasm. It was sarcasm. It was sarcasm. Yeah. Yes. He loves both of his kids, yes. especially the young kids. Kids are exhausting, mm-hmm. especially both of them. Not. <laughs> 
Don't say that. <laughs> I'm joking. 20 years from now, kids are going to grow up and this is going to come up in a search engine somewhere and they're going to be like, oh my God. Oh my God, my dad doesn't my love dad me. My dad doesn't love me. Shiloh so- and Jordan, your dad loves you, so does your mom. Yes. Remember that. They so- love you no matter what. Uh, okay, so it says whether you plan to watch it with your own song. Okay, it says this even uh, th- this even comes from Chris Evans himself, mm-hmm. who uh, with the Captain America star saying, "quote Animated movies were an enormous part of my childhood. They were my escape, my adventures, my dreams." Yeah, I don't know how true that is. <laughs> that just sounds like something you say. Mm-hmm. Uh, the forty-year-old went on to add, "They were my first window into the magic of storytelling and performing." To Pixar and Angus McLean, "Thank you" doesn't even come close. Yeah. The movie is directed by Angus McLean, who co-directed Finding Dory in 2016. Uh, writing credits go to Peter Doctor and the chief ex- chief directive officer at Pixar's Animation Studios, who worked on Monsters Inc., Up, and Inside Out, to name a few. Uh, taking to Twitter, McLean explained, The movie we are all working on is the one I've always wanted to see, and I can't wait to share it with the rest of you in June. Despite the eagerness to see the movie, some fans have questioned why Tim Allen won't be voicing Buzz Lightyear like he has done in all the Toy Story movies. Mm-hmm. This simply That's simply because the film isn't about the Toy Story version of Buzz. That might be confusing, but if you think about it, Buzz is just a toy. Sorry. He's a plastic <laughs> replica of the IRL Buzz Lightyear. Taking to Twitter, one user explained the reason Tim Allen doesn't voice Buzz Lightyear is because Tim voices the toy. That makes sense to mm-hmm. me. Um, so I, a lot of people were upset about that at first because Tim Allen is controversial in, yeah. in Hollywood in a lot of ways uh, because he's uh, he, he leans on the conservative side of things. Yeah. Uh, but uh, here it says, um, I thought this was funny, Tim Allen and Chris Evans share a birthday of June 13th. <laughs> That's a coincidence. Wait, wait, wait. Not the same year, obviously. I just want to make a stupid theory. Secretly, Chris Evans is a younger version of Tim Allen. Time-traveling Tim Allen. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's it. It says, this is John Ratzenberger's 26th and final consecutive Pixar film. Mm -hmm. Chris Evans' third theatrical uh, animated film in history. So he did the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2007 animated movie, which is highly underrated, Mm -hmm. by the way. The 2007 animated Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. Uh, And Battle for Terra. I never saw that. Uh, He did those both in 2007. What's... I'm going to search that I don't up. Know that, that sounds is. really familiar. Um, uh, so it says f- Pixar's first spinoff and second sequel after Monsters University. Uh, it says this is the first animated feature film with Ta- of Taika Waititi uh, and Gabrielle Waz. I don't know who, I wonder who he plays. Uh, I wonder who voices Socks. <laughs> I'm going to search it up now. <laughs> Thanks for putting that in my mind. It says the first Pixar film scored by Michael uh, Giancino. Uh, since Incredibles 2 and I believe uh, Michael Giancino if I remember he's the one who did the score for the Batman mm-hmm. uh, that's coming out as well uh, so there's just a, a lot of stuff to, to to talk about for this movie when it comes out but uh, I'm kind of more excited for this than I thought I would be I, I'm not really like as you know I'm not a huge animated film nerd oh but, that's but. cute so Socks sorry I didn't mean to cut you off but mm-hmm. Socks is voiced by Peter So or Son. Son, yeah, son. I don't know who he is, but he's the voice of it. Okay. No, let's see. let's go back and look. So he's, he oh, he was it. Wait, um, right here, joined Pixar's animations in t- September twenty two thousand. I mean, I almost said twenty. Um. Oh yeah, here it is, right mm-hmm. here, Peter Son. Um. He basically was okay. He was both in the art and story development. Oh wow. For Academy Award winning Finding Nemo. Also, continue his work in the Credibles in the art and story animations department. He was in Luca. Yep. 
Yep. So he's heavily into like yeah. Pixar. That's this really cool when they include them. I'm sure that they get like once they get like uh, uh, his trademark is the is the voice of Emil from Ratatouille. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, IMDb lists his star sign. <laughs> he's a Libra. Yeah, you didn't know. I didn't know that. Yeah, if you keep on scrolling down, they'll tell wow, you. That's weird. Mm-hmm. Okay, I didn't need to know that. But, but yeah, sorry that I cut you off. I just thought it was really cute. Yep, that's that's cool. So we will see how that one turns out. Like I said, uh, Pixar always finds a way to hit you in the in the emotional feels when they need Wait, to. Wait, do you think somebody's gonna die? Uh, I don't know. Maybe because that's what Pixar does, and yes. it makes me very upset. It's very emotionally manipulative. Like I'm still not over up. That yep. me that movie broke me. The, uh, the, the I I don't like I don't would would they possibly kill Buzz Lightyear? Maybe that's why. <gasps> oh he my god, he gets a, he, he dies in figure. space. Yeah, and like they like he becomes the action figure. They have like a commemorative action figure. Mm-hmm. But it, I don't know. They could technically get rid of the the cat, and mm-hmm. it wouldn't be real because it's not a real person. Yeah. So they could kill the cat, and you'd still be very sad. Well, no, like this movie trailer, like. The whole thing is really good if you got rid of the cat. Like, if you got rid of the cat, like, it's still good. Yep. Like, Disney... The cat is there to sell toys. Mm-hmm. The cat is there. That That is to be the, the baby Yoda of mm-hmm. this movie. You know what a company should buy? They should buy, like... No, no, not buy. Create toys of Carol Baskin and Joe that Exotic. Bitch Be- Carol Baskin. Because I'm only bringing this up because apparently there was a trailer that both Brett and I missed... Um, that they're releasing a new series where SNL actor, the girl who played uh, in Ghostbusters 2016. Oh, yeah. I, the one with the glasses. Yeah. Um, so what about it? So they're going to basically do a limited series based on the rivalry <laughs> of those two. That should be interesting. That, I wonder if he'll get some money, if they'll get some money out of that. I don't so know, but... Joe Ex- Did you see that article from a couple weeks ago where it's like Joe Exotic? Like he's getting out of prison in 21 years rather than yeah, 22. I think I sent you that yeah, article. Uh, we should have done that. that was, we uh, should have, but was, like... <sighs> Have you listened to his music? No. It's so dumb. It's bad. Like he made a song that says, fuck you. No, no, no. It says. F Carol, you. No, no, no. It says Carol Baskins is a, uh, is a bitch. <laughs> and like, it just goes that. And then there's a theme song of his that's called Joe Exotic, the Tiger King. And it like has tiger roars. Oh my God. It's and amazing. it's like hip hop and, and country. Like he beat Lil Nas X to oh, the punch. To the, okay. Yeah. Florida Georgia line. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness, that's uh, I, I, it's the it's the collaboration we never knew we needed. <laughs> it's so dumb. Uh, maybe we'll maybe we'll look into that mm-hmm. at some point. So. I hope it's a joke, but they said there's a trailer drop. I wouldn't be surprised if that was like uh, uh, we should go make that a number one hit album. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. <sighs> uh, I want to talk about some more kind of boring. Uh, mm-hmm. It's not boring. This is uh, uh, with the term be legalese. Uh, this is an article from Variety, and mm-hmm. I thought this was very interesting. Um, and I've got some a supplemental article in here because it, it, yeah. it, it connects to something else that I wanted to talk about just ever so slightly. And this says um, Village Roadshow, which is a production company, yeah. uh, sues Warner Brothers over Matrix Resurrections release on HBO Max. Uh, it says uh, Village Roadshow. Sorry, here I got to move this. And then go back. Okay, so it says Village Roadshow sues Warner, sued Warner Brothers on Monday, alleging that the studio sabotaged the theatrical release of The Matrix Resurrections in order to drive subscribers to HBO Max. Um, 
I don't know how they can say this, given that they, they did this for all the releases mm-hmm. uh, that year, but it says, the suit stems from Warner Brothers' controversial move to release its entire 2021 theatrical ca- uh, slate simultaneously on its streaming service, including Dune, The Suicide Squad, and King Richard. Mm-hmm. I really do think... Dune did okay. Like, Dune... Uh, it still made, like, three... We I was watching a, a video earlier talking about mm-hmm. the Oscar nominations for this year for Best Picture. Yeah. Dune was the only one that made any kind of money. Like yeah. all of the other ones were all of these, you know, artsy, no name movies that uh, fartsy movies, yes, or uh, indie movies. I do still want to see Belfast, but uh, it says, uh, but the Suicide Squad, I love that movie, and the fact that it made like almost nothing just breaks my heart mm-hmm. because it got the day and date release. It got a, it. It was named the Suicide Squad after the first one was named Suicide Squad. Yeah. Uh, so it was kind of set up to fail. Mm-hmm. The studio ended up paying out millions of dollars to profit participants to make. Du- to make up for lost box office revenue. Mm-hmm. Uh, Village Roadshow has a long-standing co-financing arrangement with the studio, which has included films like The Matrix Trilogy, Joker, and the Ocean series, like Ocean's 11, mm-hmm. 12, yeah. Uh, um, the suit alleges that Warner Brothers did not consult with or notify Village Roadshow before opting to put The Matrix Resurrections, the fourth installment of the franchise, on HBO Max. So they're saying that they should have, like, okay, you've made this decision to release all your other movies mm-hmm. on HBO Max. That's fine. We're not involved in those movies. Yeah. This one we are. We had a right to at least be consulted mm-hmm. beforehand. So the film has grossed uh, just $148 million at the box office to date. That is so low yeah. for a Matrix movie when you really think about it. And we have or like I would you as you know we we talked about it here mm-hmm. I was not a fan of this movie yeah. Um, a fraction of the gross reaped by the three earlier films. Uh, the suit accuses Warner Brothers of deliberately harming the film's box office to prop up HBO Max at the expense of the future viability of the franchise. There's something to be said for that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. Th- here's the thing, though. We'll never know, right? Because it yeah. had been so long since the last one was released. How are we supposed to know that it's because it came out on HBO Max? Or is mm-hmm. it because people just don't care about The Matrix in 2022? I don't think so. There are some nerds well, like did, it. Did you see that meme that was like... Like is like you're telling me is like is the Matrix even relevant anymore? You're telling me that there's an alternate reality where I can just where I can find out that I'm like a, in a simulation and none of this is real. He's like dye my tips blonde and jack me into the Matrix, please, because the real world is so crappy now. Yeah, that's um, true. But also the metaverse. Yes, it's kind of like that. Yeah, but now we know that that's like the beauty of the Matrix mm-hmm. is you didn't know that it was a simulation. Yeah. So uh, then now in the metaverse, you both know it's a simulation and it sucks. So that, uh, yeah, I, want nothing, I want nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. So it says uh, Warner Brothers strategy not only ensured that the Matrix Resurrections would be a bust at the box office, but it also inflicted serious harm on the entire Matrix franchise, mm-hmm. the suit alleges. There can be no doubt that this abysmal theatrical box office sales figures for the Matrix Resurrections dilute the value of this tentpole franchise as a film's lack of profitability generally prevent studios from investing in additional sequels yeah uh, so yeah like why would they make more of them if the last one didn't make any money at mm-hmm. all and remember we could say like it's a it's a it's a covid thing mm-hmm. but that's going to be the excuse for the uh, the rest of history mm-hmm. when things don't work out it's going to magically come back and be relevant every time a movie doesn't work out yeah Village Roadshow also argued that simultaneous releases also facilitated piracy, further cutting into the film's potential revenue. Uh, I always hate this argument. Just yeah. because somebody's willing to part pirate a movie does not mean that they're willing to go see it. Uh, they, they do this a lot in comics. They, they yeah. talk about piracy in comics. 
it's very easy to go sail the high seas, matey, and go download something for free. That does not mean that just because it's available there that you would go see it in the theater. Also, comics, it's easy to pirate it because our phones can screenshot. Yeah. Basically, so you you just need one person who has the subscription yeah. and then sail the high seas. Well, you shouldn't do that. Yeah. But what I'm saying is like, they, they always equate like, uh, I remember I saw an article. It was like, there was like this many millions of dollars in comic books mm-hmm. pirated this year. And I'm like, that does not translate to sales at the theater mm-hmm. or, or like, or sales at a comic book shop. Yeah. It means that some dude was, uh, was, uh, just energetic enough to go to his computer and download something. That doesn't mean he's going to get into his car, mm-hmm. drive to his local comic book shop and pick up the floppy of that issue. Yeah. And the same goes through true for movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, just cause you're willing to go on to, uh, a site we may not, we must not name to, per, to commit an act that we don't condone mm-hmm. uh, does not mean that you would then go, if that wasn't available, that you'd just go get in your car and spend 30 gazillion dollars at a movie theater <laughs> to, to see a movie. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think that's a false equivalence. Uh, that's true. Uh, so it says, Village Roadshow notes that Warner Brothers delayed some of its wholly owned projects like the Batman and Black Adam into 2022 and will be giving the exclusive theatrical releases. Yeah, yeah there's no way the Batman was coming mm-hmm. out uh, uh, in in both they were never going to release that online and yeah. in the theaters at the same time i don't know uh, and their complaint so if you scroll down there's like a 50 <laughs> 50 page complaint from jesus christ yeah and i'm reading the introduction so number two this case is about um yada, yada, yada. consistent <laughs> coordinated efforts from wb to, oh, and then it goes to yeah, yeah. it just continues about okay. it. But what it's, I want to I want I want to draw back to remember this is the same mm-hmm. thing that happened with Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, uh, it's a remember Black Widow. Uh, it says Scarlett Johansson and Disney settle Black Widow pay lawsuit. Uh, uh, they did the same thing where they put Black Widow on streaming, mm-hmm. uh, and then they never did that again after Black Widow mm-hmm. because it cut into the box office sales. Yeah. So Scarlett Johansson and Disney have reached a settlement over their blockbuster lawsuit that accused the studio of sabotaging the theatrical release uh, of Black Widow to prop up Disney+. Plus. So uh, it says that the terms of the settlement were not disclosed, but Johansson sought a $50 million payout from the studio. Yeah. I am happy to have resolved our differences with Disney, Johansson said in a statement uh, on Thursday. I am incredibly proud of the work we've done together basically what it is is like a lot of what the of the money they make on these movies these yeah. big bigger named actors mm-hmm. it's connected to back-end profits so yeah. uh the more money the movie makes at the theater the more money they get on the back end not just their original payout for the actual uh job of acting mm-hmm. that's where their name recognition and their viability become a profit you know uh, means of profit for them yeah for sure so uh i i imagine that th- we're just in an era now where all these contracts are going to be re uh are going to be renegotiated mm-hmm. like th- actors who are doing mostly film releases aren't going to be negotiating the same contracts for stuff that's coming out in streaming and vice yeah. versa you're not going to be able to do that so things are just kind of changing uh very very fast in these industries and mm-hmm. the pandemic just kind of spurred this along and made it easier for these studios to kind of try and screw some of these actors out of money. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Another it's... thing, uh, but another thing that came out of this lawsuit was that they were the uh, Edge of Tomorrow TV series mm-hmm. reportedly in the works at Village Roadshow. Uh, uh, it came out in that lawsuit that mm-hmm. they're looking to make. Did you ever see Edge of Tomorrow with Tom Cruise? 
We talk a lot about Tom Cruise on here. We I do. I don't like Tom Cruise that much, and Miracle doesn't like him. I despise him. Uh, and <laughs> and he, we talk about him all the time. I have no idea. Um, I think I have, and I got really bored with it quick. Because isn't that the... It's like um, the Groundhog's Day Yeah, type, thank yeah. you. So it, That one was so stupid, and I heard a lot of bad ratings from it. That movie got great reviews. People love that movie. No, I heard all the negative ones. Well... It, we just live in different bubbles. Yeah. Uh, Brett a, is secretly the happy one. Maybe. It says, uh, There's a, they're a year late, but one production company is suing Warner Brothers and HBO Max for their, for their release strategy in 2021 over strictly one film that's arguably the slate's biggest failure. Mm-hmm. But then we go down here. I just want to get through this part. They're just talking about what they were talking about with The Matrix Resurrections, but I want to get down here to where they talk about Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, it said... It says there may uh, there may be the, that may be so for the Matrix, but the suit additionally brings to light that WB may have their eyes on developing another dormant property in their franchise instead of a sequel. WB is considering a TV spinoff of the Doug Liman film Edge of Tomorrow, starring Tom Cruise and Emily Blunt. I don't know if you're going to be able to get Tom Cruise and Emily Blunt to do even limited release television. Nope, they're too big of. Nope. Their names are too big. Is Tom Cruise considered a list celebrity? Yes, yes. Yeah. Still and then Emily and then Blunt, where is she on the list? She's still considered. I mean, she would be more likely to t- do TV than Tom Cruise would. Yeah, but like I meant ranking as a celebrity. Oh, I, I don't know what. I, it's not like there's an official thing. I, I'm, I'm miracles literally picking like there's like a big uh, a big chart somewhere where it says A list, B list, C list, D list. Uh, that's not a thing. But uh, Tom Cruise is still considered... Uh, uh, let's put it this way. If mm-hmm. you're going to go watch something on television, do you think you're more likely to see Emily Blunt there or Tom Cruise? Emily Blunt, Okay, yeah. then that's how you know. So it says, More recently, WB made the decision to go forward with a television series based on Edge of Tomorrow, another Village Roadshow film, says the lawsuit. But instead of the Village Tomorrow... Uh, instead that Village Roadshow relinquish its co-finance and co-ownership rights voluntarily... Uh, it continues, when Village Roadshow refused, WB said the quiet part out loud. Mm-hmm. It will not allow Village Roadshow to benefit from any of its derivative rights going forward, despite the $4.5 billion it has paid Warner Brothers to mm-hmm. make and distribute 91 films. In other words, Village Roadshow won't give up its rights. WB will make sure nothing of wor- uh, that you, that it will make sure that they are nothing worth noting. So mm-hmm. they're going to prevent them from making stuff. Uh, yeah. Also, I want an apology. There is a list. On what? <laughs> Officiallists.com? No. It's I'll just something you know, dude. Beep, 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 beep. Send it to me in Slack right now. Okay. I will. You just continue reading. Send it to your- me in Slack. There's, there's not an official. Li- there is no big chart in Hollywood that says <laughs> A list celebrity, B list celebrity, C list celebrity. Though it would be very cool if there was, you're looking at some website, right? It's not like a. Yeah, a, but it's accurate okay let me oh, did you send it to me no not yet okay you, send it quick because i want to i'm gonna y- you continue reading well, this okay so uh wb is alleging to pull a similar scheme with charlie charlie and the chocolate factory pre willy uh, the prequel willy wonka that's the one being made with timothy chalamet mm-hmm. as as wonka and i still feel very um high heidi toity when i say hoity, chalamet hoity. feels very dignified mm-hmm. and Almost British. Uh, According to the suit, they created a discrepancy with the film's place in the continuity to benefit themselves. 
uh, I, I mean, this is all just business dealings in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Uh, the behind-the-scenes stuff is always hilarious to me because whenever they kind of virtue signal about all the stuff in the foreground, you have yeah. to remember that these are just cutthroat business people at the end of the day. So whatever you see, it's it's all a facade. Mm-hmm. Uh, Warner Brothers, de- yeah. It's a, it, what they did is they paid Gal Gadot and Patty Jenkins like $10 million extra each mm-hmm. to, to basically go and say, yeah, go watch the movie on HBO Max because mm-hmm. they, they knew that they weren't going to get their dividends or their profit margin you know they weren't going to get their back-end deals Mm -hmm. but because the movie wasn't being released you know on just one it wasn't just being released in theaters Mm -hmm. so the only way to keep them from suing was to pay them more money you know i don't know i'm i'm just kind of over it. i want the list i want the list i know i'm sending you the list you calm down (laughs) just send it to me from my slack to my i know i'm doing that right now i'm I'm trying to find you a updated list. Oh, so you don't? So it's not a real list. You're just making this up right now. No, aren't no, no. You? I'm looking for the updated list because the most recent one is from 2021. An updated list of like who's an A-list celebrity, who's a B-list. Can you at least tell me the website? <laughs> uh, is it like alistcelebrity.com? No, miraclesfakewebsite.com. <laughs> no, it's actually on Wikipedia and then Business Insider. <laughs> I wasted your time on it. Ask our boss what he thinks of Wikipedia as an accurate source of information. Hey, WikiLeaks helped me through. It's not the same thing. Uh, I know it's not, but you know, Wikipedia. I'm making a command decision. Miracle is making this list up. It's not a real thing. We're moving on Uh, to the next topic. uh, It's them island boys. uh, Yes, we are. (laughs) <laughs> Your favorite topic, right? Yeah. Yes. We're going to talk about uh, everybody's favorite TikTok stars that uh, I, you know, it, it does speak to the cultural decline that we're in. Mm-hmm. But well, they're helping promote um, the military. Oh, yeah. Before we do that. Yeah. T- tell me about that. So, so basically two weeks ago. So there's an article about it. Apparently the Island Boys are helping promote joining the military. Okay. How about we do that second? We'll, we'll come yeah. back to that. So it's yeah. Island Boys rental home raided. Murder suspect arrested. <laughs> so not very... If you're going to join the military, don't follow this lead. That mm-hmm. would be very bad. Uh, it says the Florida home... Oh, man. So they're Florida... They're Florida. They're both Florida man. Yeah. Yes. I thought you knew this. Well, I'm just saying, like... Uh, did you ever seen that... Did you see that meme I posted yesterday? It says Florida man kidnaps scientists to, <laughs> to try and find a way to make his dog uh, immortal. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, and the, the, it's, a, it's, an, it's like a longstanding meme. Flo- hashtag Florida man. Yeah. The, what you do... Uh, you Just go, search up on Google you Florida go, man and, and you'll find articles. No, well, you, well, you search up Florida man mm-hmm. and then you search your birthday mm-hmm. and at least one thing has happened on everyone's birthday. Mm-hmm. In uh, in fact, go up, look up Florida man and look up your birthday. Oh, gosh. So, so it says, the Florida home of the Island Boys was the scene of a police raid that led to an arrest in a, fa- uh, in a fatal drive-by shooting of an eight-year-old girl. That is unbelievably sad. And uh, my birthday? Yes. Uh, it says, the Palm Beach County Sheriff's Office tells TMZ a SWAT team executed a search warrant Monday at the property rented by the TikTok stars Alex and Frankie. I don't know how to pronounce their last name. Venegas? Venegas? Uh, I think so. Venegas? You mean they're legal yes. government they're, names? They're Alex and Frankie Island Boy, we'll call them. Uh, it says, neither was arrested, but cops nabbed in a, an apparent associate of theirs. The murder suspect's name was Andrew James Thomas. According to the police report, Alex was home during the raid. Uh, police say Alex told them that Thomas ran towards him in a hallway 
while holding a black handgun and an extended magazine when SWAT knocked down the door. Uh, Alex claimed Thomas tried to get him to hide the gun, but he refused. Alex told officers he saw Thomas run into the laundry room and return without the gun. Police say they found the gun inside the laundry room closet. Thomas, who was booked for gun possession in violation of probation for a separate robbery case, were told that he was booked in the first-degree murder charge in the deadly drive-by shooting of an eight-year-old girl in Palm Beach. That mm-hmm. was extremely sad. Uh, Coral Springs Police Sergeant Ernesto Bruna tells TMZ it's not clear if Thomas was staying in the home or just visiting the Island Boys. Mm-hmm. The Island Boys manager tells TMZ that they had no idea Thomas, who grew up with them, was a suspect in a drive-by shooting. <laughs> they say, we just knew him as a quiet kid uh, and he would come and hang out and do his thing and go back what, uh, to whatever he was he he's got going on but we had no clue about any of these allegations toward him i don't know how much i believe that yeah also you said to search up my birthday so yes. on january 1st naked man bit oh, by canine. I, for, I forgot you're like there's got to be a lot of them for for the new year right yeah exactly oh jesus uh, your birthday January 1st. I will actually go on their website. Yeah. This is an actual website. Here's a... I, I, so I'm going to keep going on this. Before. Yeah, go ahead. So it says Island Boys. So they they, continue, they send condolences to the victim's family. So they mm-hmm. at least... They made like... It says... Uh, Alex Venegas, a.k.a. Fly Soldier from the Island Boys, is doing all he can to make amends with the family of an eight-year-old shooting victim after finding out his friend is suspected of killing the little girl. Mm-hmm. As we reported, Andrew James Thomas was arrested during a raid at Fly Soldier's rented Florida home. He said that the bust and news of Thomas's alleged involvement in a murder came as a total shock, and now he tells TMZ he'd love to help the family if they can connect. For now, he's urging folks to stay away from gang violence. The TikTok star says he wants to be a positive role model and encourage others to be better citizens because he hates seeing innocent people get hurt. Mm-hmm. Fly Soldier was home Monday when cops descended on Thomas as he told officers his friend had urged him to hide a gun, but Fly Soldier said he refused to help him at all. Cops ended up booking Thomas for gun possession, violation of probation, so they keep going on about that. Now, you know, so it, it does sound like they, they, uh, they're trying to at least do the right thing by the, by the family of this. Mm-hmm. Um... Uh, now I want to find the article about them. Uh, oh, do you want me to send the, it to you? The Island Boys and... Uh, the military? The the Island Boys. Uh, I got it. Promote I got it. the military. I got it. Um, you don't have to search it. I'll just send it to you. It's by embassy.com. Uh, yep. It's... Okay, so it says Island TikTok famous Island Boys promote army recruitment and cameo. Big shout out to Staff Sergeant Tamez. You're changing lives, giving out 50k. Alex Vegas says in a cameo video that was posted on TikTok by a Texas-based army recruiter. The Island Boys, TikTok personalities who went viral for their widely ridiculed freestyle "I'm an Island Boy," appeared in a recent cameo video encouraging viewer, viewers to join the army. The army banned TikTok uh, on government phones. Uh, in 2019, citing security concerns, and recruiters aren't supposed to use the app for recruitment purposes on their personal devices either. Mm -hmm. That hasn't stopped recruiters from promoting enlistment on TikTok. The Island Boys video is the latest instant of Army recruiters using online platforms to reach younger people in a national labor shortage. I mean, you kind of have to, right? Yeah. Like, you're not reaching kids uh, in the... I, I imagine there's far less kids walking into Army recruitment centers and far more kids... Well, who might get caught up watching mm-hmm. military people on like even I fall like I watch yeah. like, people on, in the military on TikTok and on YouTube. Yeah, hashtag military. Yeah, and it's so funny. Like, there's one where um, 
there's one where like they do like different dances um they also make fun of the different branches yes that's my favorite the they they all hate on the other branches of the military well it's just like as one, a joke yeah, yeah it's like one big family yep the army okay so it says both brothers frankie and alex venegas uh have known together uh as the wait known together as the island boys appeared last week in a video posted to tiktok by orlando tamez a texas-based army recruiter tamez used cameo a shout out okay so they paid mm-hmm. he paid for them to yeah. do the shout out that allows fans to pay stars for personalized videos big shout out to staff sergeant tamez you're changing lives giving out 50k alex venegas said in the cameo video that was shared on tamez was shared by tamez giving out bonuses Paid vacation, mm-hmm. free college, no money. They they both so they're they're giving you the hard sell. Yeah. Uh, well, also if you think about it, their song does kind of talk about guns. <laughs> I don't know. This is a big stretch on my end. <laughs> massive. Ma- well, it's like the lyric is like, "Cause I'm an island boy, I've been tr- uh, I've been trying to me. Oh, I'm an island boy." <laughs> and then it continues, and it says, "I'm gonna try to keep that gun." Oh my god! So I'm like, maybe <laughs> big stretch. That's, uh, that's uh, an unbelievable stretch and a half. I love it. Uh, it says it's unclear how much Tamez paid for the video or whether it was paid for with army funds. That would be interesting mm-hmm. to to find out about. Uh, I say let him do it. You're gonna like you're, you're gonna have to modernize if you're gonna re- reach people in a different way. Mm-hmm. Uh, a representative for the U.S. Army Recruiting Command said in an email Monday evening that the video wasn't sanctioned by the Army. Kelly Bland, the Army Recruitment Command's director of public affairs, told NBC News Tuesday that the Island Boys were not vetted for any recruitment outreach. That's so dumb. <laughs> Uh, the Island Boys cameo is not re- reviewed, authorized, nor paid for by U.S. Army Recruiting Command as an mm-hmm. official marketing tool. Uh, I, I mean, they're not exactly your target demographic. Uh, people who like the Island Boys are probably not the same people who are, are who are looking to join the military. Mm-hmm. But you know, do your thing. Uh, I, I just think what was the uh, now? I, I do want to get back to what you said for your. Uh, <laughs> Conspiracy theories because it's talking about them keeping a gun. No, I, I want to. I want to get back to your uh, your Florida man date. Oh, January first. Um, January first. So if you look on their website, it's not from 2022, but it says naked Florida man bit by canine. Uh, naked Florida man bit by canine. Okay. Bit by canine. Okay, so for mine. Uh, but if you want most recent, it's kind of sad. Sorry if you guys don't want to hear sad news. Yeah. But don't, you know, just said. Okay. How about this? For mine, Florida man arrested for pelting girlfriend with McDonald's sweet and sour packets. <laughs> <laughs> That's so dumb. A Florida man pelted his girlfriend uh, in the head in in the head and face area with sweet and sour packets on Sunday because he was angry she had bought the wrong food for McDonald's. A felony battery complaint said. Uh, <laughs> so that's the, that's one for my birthday. Here's oh my another God. one. Uh, Florida man pretends to be firework, shouts firecracker noises in the middle of the night. <laughs> <laughs> That's so dumb. Uh, let's see if there's any more. Uh, a Florida man is facing. Uh, yeah, uh, this is the one I always remembered. Uh, or no, this one's new. Um, no. Uh, a Florida man is facing charges as police say he stole an alligator and attempted to throw it on a roof. What? <laughs> what? Have you ever had the urge to steal an alligator? No. Why not? But also, you remember the guy, uh, Crocodile Dundee? The one that you thought was Steve Irwin? (laughs) My bad. But no, no. So Steve Irwin, thank you. You got me remembering his name. His son almost got 
attacked by a, a croc. Yeah, that's not guys. Miracle Sorry. Thi- Miracle thinks that Crocodile Dundee and Steve Irwin are the same person. I did it. Same person. I just messed up the name. It's, they are not the same person. I know they're not the same person. I okay. just messed up the name. But basically, uh, his son is trying to. Re- uh, Basically, following his father's footsteps. Yeah, but he almost got killed by a croc because he was trying to feed it, but the croc didn't want the dead meat. It chased after him. Wanted live meat. <laughs> yeah. He got away though, right? Yeah, he okay. got away because um, luckily he has like other professionals around him. Thank goodness. Yeah. Thank goodness. Yeah. Also, don't tempt fate. Yeah, leave right. the croc alone. It's, leave, just leave the croc. Did you see that one of like the the crocodile? No, it was an alligator that like mm-hmm. tried to eat a somebody's dog and the guy goes in and like pulls the alligator off the dog yeah that was incredible and that was a florida man too mm-hmm. i mean of course it's an alligator it's <laughs> no like my favorite one is like actually a tiktok and it's a guy like um i forgot what his name but he comes out of his house and he's, he's like recording on his flip phone and there's one where this guy i shit you not this guy is in a pond <laughs> he's dancing with his alligator I wonder. We, we and he's get, like only in Florida. This is so beautiful. I wonder if we could get the Island Boys to go and do this with an alligator. Could we do that on cameo? I think they I, won't do it. I would pay it because out of pocket. they can't mess up their hair. That is, they have to keep that hair looking good. Well, their hair. I feel like they um they did the dreads and dreads. Like if you get it wet, it's hard to dry it off, and it does tend to smell. Ah. Yeah. So um, so you don't want it wet. So okay. I don't think they're willing to do it unless it's on dry land. Uh, well, we should. It's too bad. Yeah. It would have been great. It would have been great. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to move on to Podluck. Yeah. We're, we're going to talk Podluck, guys. Mm-hmm. And Miracle's going to take over for this first one because this one is all her. Yes. Uh, this, if- this one is from Anime News Network, mm-hmm. and it's an article that says, Way of the House Husband, live action film reveals trailer, visuals, and title. Mm-hmm. So uh, go ahead. So... If you guys heard from Brett, they're announcing that they have a TV show. So tell everybody I mean, what Way I of mean the, film. Tell tell every first give everyone a little background into what Way of the House Husband is. So basically, it's about um, what's the main character's name again? I can't remember it for the life of me, but I like the live action because um, he sounds exactly like the character. Um, so, but I'm saying tell everyone this was an anime. Yeah, so it's an it's a manga first, then anime adaptation, and then live action. And the guy who plays as the main character mm. he's so accurate like you can feel him like actually being the character being like this real life man okay living in japan okay oh so, so now mm-hmm. tell me uh you got to tell everybody what it's about so um basically it's about this guy named uh tasu and he's played in the live action by haru to um tamaki and basically he used to be an ex Yakuza, so that means gang member. If you guys don't know what that is for some weird reason, and you don't know what weeb culture is, but um, now he's married to a humble, cute little girl named Miku, and like, well, she's not that cute. She's more fierce than him, but whatever. Um, so basically, he's just trying to be a good house husband. He teaches you how to like clean things. So like, um, for the TV show trailer, he teaches you how to clean a dirty mirror with potato starch. I shit you not. <laughs> I saw I, I, That's what I watched right? Yeah I mar- oh, No 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 That one was different So the trailer okay. that you watched He's fighting over like Green onions Okay yeah It's like so ridiculous And outlandish Because sound like Sound effects are mm-hmm. Hilarious Yeah like I I love this so much um, But 
basically he's trying to be a good husband for his wife because his wife is the breadwinner and that's her on the left um on the right on the right is the who's that on the left that's um masa so masa is basically um i believe a friend of his okay but yeah the wife is miku on the right right. okay yeah she she's more fierce yeah so she's little so she's got to be fierce to like yeah 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 uh, <laughs> or that might not be his wife because I remember his wife having like brownish hair, but whatever. Somebody can correct me about this because it's been a long time since I watched it. Okay. Um, but did I say Maka? It says Miku. It says I just realized I messed up a name. It's Miku, but Hiroshi bas- Tamaki is in the center. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the that's him, right? Yeah. Uh, and then uh, as Tatsu, uh, Haruna Kawaguchi mm-hmm. uh, as Miku. Yeah, I messed up Jun the Jun <laughs> Mm-hmm. Shizun, yeah. uh, as Masa. And so which one is Miku or Masa the wife? So it's Miku. Miku, okay. Okay, um, but yeah, my bad. I'm so sorry. You no, know, that's right. My, so right is Miku. I so. said Maka for some weird reason. Okay. I don't know why I said Maka. You were um, very excited when you sent me this. Yeah, I was really excited because they're announcing a movie. Yep. And like, I just want to see anything outlandish. Like if you search up on YouTube, this is not the only thing that's outlandish. Uh, search up on YouTube. Funny Japanese commercials they're all weird like this yeah i know uh uh we had a coworker that used to like watch them on the regular yeah uh, my it, favorite one is long man and it's promoting like a gum that's <laughs> supposed to be like longer than the other gums that you get and like plot twist like if you smash all the commercials together um basically um this man who's long man is like following this other man who's like whatever and like he finally proposes to his girlfriend and then on the wedding day she's like i can't marry you i have to marry long man he's so much better than you and then at the very end long man is like move out of the way woman i want him (sighs) it was like so weird but yeah basically he's trying to be a good house um husband and like everybody's like dude this is so weird he's like a weird yakuza like stay away from him and like is it more of a comedy it's a comedy okay yeah it's a comedy kind of thing because like when you look at him you don't think that he's a house husband or knows how to clean or cook no look he makes like the cutest little bento boxes for his wife too he's like you have to make sure it's nice and crispy this katsu (laughs) if it's not nice and crispy it's terrible and like um he's your dream husband eh, yeah yeah charlie's halfway there (laughs) he's getting there yeah but he doesn't clean i'm the one who cleans i legit yelled at him yesterday because he forgot to turn off the light it's a partnership it's not uh it's not a dictatorship you don't get to tell him everything to do he does part of it you do part of it i know but i told him like because i'm trying to conserve on um energy so i unplugged That's every a dad thing to, to do <laughs> yeah so I, I follow this account on instagram called yeah. rad dad and it's like uh it's like someone leaves light on uh in room how will we ever financially recover mm. uh, or like so like he a guy puts like a he like booby traps the, yeah. the thermostat so nobody can turn it up <laughs> uh it's so weird because like um it like again like this is very japanese-esque like in their weird culture yeah well the trailer was weird like, and like I said, is this going to have english dub english sub i believe so um when they release it in the u.s they yes. will okay um is there uh, english sub or dub on the on the tv series yeah there is so if so you want to watch it you can watch it now so let's so, so this is a manga that became an anime that mm-hmm. became a tv series that is now going to be a film yes okay. and i'm so excited okay 
And the in the film version is the same character. It's the same mm-hmm. actors. Okay. All right. Yeah, it's the same actors. So if you keep on reading, it says um, basically the returning cast members um, include. So there's a huge list. I'm not going to list. She's like them. she saw. She's like I can't pronounce those. I, the I'm done this. because like. Um, fun fact about the Japanese language: even though there's a lot of vowels in it, they're very lazy tongued. That's what my Japanese teacher said. I'm not. Say- I'm not saying it, but they are. They. They're, like they forget a lot I'm, of letters and consonants. I kind of like the idea mm-hmm. of like tr- trying to to go through it and just and just butchering it all so that people can yell at me. Mm-hmm. So it's like Tamaki Shiratori, uh, Naoto uh, Takanaka, uh, Kikijuro Aguchi, mm-hmm. Izumi uh, Anamori, Inamori, mm-hmm. Inamori. Uh, Kenichi Takito. Yes, uh, uh, and then uh, Yuta Furukawa. Yeah. Uh, Junpei. Fu. Actually, it's Fu. Fu pe- no, the J-U-N-P-E-L. No, no, no. I was like okay. correcting the last name that you read uh, earlier. How, how do you say it? So it's Fu. Fu. So Fu. Furukawa. Oh, I can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> Fu, yeah, I can't do that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I apologize. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jun, is it Junpei Yasui? Yeah. Uh, and then Tina Tamashiro. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and uh, Mich- Michiko Michiko Tanaka. Yes. Okay. So th- I I didn't do horrible. Yeah. It's for me like I don't like butchering like foreign names, so I avoid them of all costs. But I I, I like acknowledge ahead of time. Like mm-hmm. I understand that I'm probably at least. I, you yeah. know that I'm trying. Yeah. I, I'm not. I, I'm not trying to be disrespectful. Mm-hmm. Like I said, my last name is like very like gets pronounced wrong all the mm-hmm. time. But your last name is really cool. Um, At least your last name is not a first name like mine. That is true. My last name is not Sam. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's like a weird saying: if you have two first names, you can't trust them. There, there wasn't there a scene in Reacher where a guy has like three first names? Yeah, uh, and they're like, oh man, you can never do. You think you can't trust somebody with two first names? Imagine mm-hmm. trusting someone with three first names. Yeah. Well, why is that a saying? I don't know. It's. It, I'm sure it started from like an inside joke in the past. And, mm. uh, do you want to? Like, so basically, what, do you know when this is going to come out? Did it say? Um. So, the movie. It, I didn't see. Movie? I didn't see a release oh, date. Um. It says October seven. Okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, maybe. We'll oh no, the second part of the series. My bad. Yeah, the live action series premiered in October twenty twenty. I know, but the, it says it's going to return. Um, yeah. October no it the, says the, the second, second part, part of the of the of the Netflix series hold on uh, uh, Roadshow 2020 no sorry a, I'm reading the poster to see where you can find it yep. oh it will open in early summer 2020 too uh, in, J- in, Japan, in Japan first yeah. dude I'm so excited. If only we were somewhere we could see it like a VPN. Japan you what? can use a VPN just saying. Yeah, but it's a theater release, isn't it? It's a movie. No, it's on Netflix, babe. Oh, but that's the TV show, not the movie. <laughs> it's a film also. Oh. It's a film releasing on Netflix. Okay. Well, we'll see it. <laughs> we'll watch it. Okay. Right. I want to talk about this. This I, I wanted a heartwarming story mm-hmm. to end, end the day. Oh, yeah. This, this one is so cute. This is so, like... like uh, I find that a lot of what we do here, mm-hmm. like I te- I don't rag, I try to not rag on celebrities, 
but I try to be like, uh, I, I try to avoid the idea of celebrity worship and mm-hmm. definitely avoid the idea of like treating them like they're holier than thou. But yeah. this story, like, I also think it's important to point out when something good happens. Uh, and, and this story is just, uh, it got me. Uh, yeah. It says, NFL's Anthony Harris takes young fan to daddy-daughter dance after father's death. It says, Philadelphia Eagles safety, Anthony Harris, just made an 11-year-old fan's dream come true uh, when he escorted her to a daddy-daughter dance in Texas after her father passed away last year. Audrey Soap, a huge Harris fan, tragically lost both her dad and grandpa recently, Mm -hmm. so her mother reached out to the safety in hopes of having him step in to escort her to the school event. Mm -hmm. Of course, Audrey's mom, Holly, knew it was a long shot, but after the Eagles were eliminated from the playoffs, Harris' schedule opened up and he came through. Uh, he came through for Audrey. Look at that picture. Mm-hmm. He it, said, why not? Oh, it says, uh, I just asked if he would come, if he'd be willing to come. Holly said, according to local reports. And he said, not only will I come, I will make sure she feels like a princess. Yeah. If you keep on scrolling through the Instagram um, post, like there's a photo where at the very end with like the mom, the girl, her brother, and then Anthony yeah. in the middle. It's so cute and wholesome. Yeah. I've not seen that. It's, it, that must be on the second. Uh, no. So do you see that arrow for the Instagram post? Keep the, on going to the right. So this? do you see that? Yeah. Just keep on going. So like this is throughout oh. her whole day. And she gets surprised. She looks like the girl who played Ginny Weasley in Kinda. the Harry Potter movies. That is so cool. Yeah. See? That it's is like so legit cool. so cool. Like I love it. And also like... uh. Sorry that your team lost. Yes. Is this you just you making You deserve up? to win. Yeah. Uh, it says, uh, it says, but judging by the pics taken by Vember photo of the event, it was a massive success and Harris success succeeded in making the night extra special for her by paying for her dress, shoes and makeup. Uh, on top of that, the 30 year old also had a car and a driver, uh, come to the house and take, uh, and pick her up. Harris told NBC 10 in Philadelphia, he was just trying to be human, trying to take off the helmet, trying to take off the cape uh, of what I do professionally and just show some, show some sympathy for the family and try to show some support there. You mm-hmm. got to cherish these moments. You never know how long we, have on this earth this is a story she will tell like 20 years like she will be in her 30s mm -hmm. or 40s and be like did you know that i a famous but uh, she has proof also because like it's on um nbc 10 in philadelphia they have like a whole thing Mm -hmm. and she has Instagram posts to show yep. the receipts. She will remember this uh, for the rest of her life. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just there was also this follow up here. It says Philadelphia Eagles uh, safety Anthony Harris made 11 year old Audrey Soap's night when he accompanied her to a daddy daughter dance after her dad passed away. But the pro football player tells us it was also an incredibly special moment for him too. Mm-hmm. I try to show my fans su- support whenever I can. Harris told Harvey and Charles on TMZ Live, adding, "It's just kind of unfolded organically over the past few years. They've been following my career since I was in Minnesota." Mm-hmm. <laughs> Brett's I happy. Am from, I am from Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and the Vikings will never win the Super Bowl. So that's, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> Uh, Harris, the NFL's in- interception leader in 2019, says Audrey's dad and grandpa recently died. So the dance approach. So as the dance approached, the soap family asked Anthony if he'd like to attend. That's also a big credit to the mom. Mm-hmm. Like mom goes out of her way to like. Like, how special is that of the mom to, like, actually take the time to reach out, knowing full well that uh, the chances of this actually happening were probably very slim, Mm -hmm. and then it all works out, so. Well, a lot of people, like, they tend to do that. Like, they're like, this is a long shot. Let me just put this into your gaze, and maybe you might, like, 
read he, it. Yes, you never know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wonder how he re- she reached. I wonder if she sent him like a message on Instagram or something. Um, or, like, it depends. Sometimes they do it through social media or they do it on like an email and one of his like. Um, one of his agent impl- is yeah. yeah. So it says Harris later continued. I was just all uh, I was just all about having fun. The DJ was playing a little bit of the Disney music. I wasn't quite familiar with some of those songs, but I had fun embarrassing myself trying to sing those lyrics. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but the dancing was fun, and seeing the energy of the young ladies there and the fathers, it was a great time. Mm-hmm. Uh, does that make? Are there mommy son dances? That's what I was gonna. No, no, um, there's... mother. Is there a mother-son dance? If there's No, one? there's not. Okay. There's not, but did your school have this? I don't remember this ever being a thing, but it could My school been. never I, had it. How would I know? It. I'm not a daughter, so I... I no, but they still yeah, announce I, it. I don't, I don't, I mean, it could, this, dude, I've been out of school for a long time, dude. Mm-hmm. This, I hit my head a bunch of times skating. This could have been, we could have had five daddy-daughter dances. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have remembered it, so... It says, Brett, uh, it's like, I'm not a girl, it, so it says, why would I care? Well, how, how would I remember? It says, <laughs> get this guy a Frozen soundtrack and the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award. I, 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 I agree mm-hmm. 110%. So I just thought that was a very uh, a very um, good story to, to end the the day on. Really? Yeah. That's We're not going to talk about the boondocks? No, no, ah. no. We, we, we could do that. We, we, that might be worth saving for like an episode with Dane. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Dane would love to talk about the boondocks. I don't know. Like, legit. I'm okay, fine. Talk about it. I don't have an article pulled up. But oh, I do because he left it on mine. That's why I was oh, like... Oh, okay, yeah. I, I, that was like a maybe article. Yeah, so... Um, They're not bringing it back. Yeah, they canceled it. So the article is from Bleeding Fool. Sony's Pictures quietly pulls the plug on planned Boondocks reboot. So imagine my shock that they're not going to do that. Well, also, didn't it go downhill after the creator of Boondocks left? Yeah, but I mean, mm-hmm. there's just no way you're going to be able to do that show in today's uh, socio-political climate. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't work. Well, like, no, it's like surprisingly really. Really smart for a show. No, I know, I know mm-hmm. it is, but people are not that smart anymore. Well, like, or at least the the mm-hmm. outrage mob is louder than the intelligence that comes from good satire and mm-hmm. good and, and stuff like that. So I was watching like a video essay about the Boondocks, and she analyzed all the characters. So mm-hmm. like, uh, I forgot the kid with. I don't remember all their names. Like, I only remember Pops, and then I remember. Um, I only remember like Black Dynamite more because like Adult Swim is like mm-hmm. posting all their videos on their They'll YouTube still channel. make plenty of money off of like the old clips and everything mm-hmm. like that. So Yeah, I don't know. It's very sad. I'm really sad because like Boondocks is really funny mm-hmm. and it's like incredibly smart for most of the uh, mo- most like of that. the vulgar or what would be considered vulgar, crude mm-hmm. or uh politically incorrect humor is gonna be gone in the next few years. That's true, but he they also created the Luther burger that we tried. The, <laughs> good point. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah no, that, that article was left open, but mm-hmm. uh, maybe, maybe. You left it here, and I was like, I'm just going to take it and read it. And take it and read it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so, that was fun. Yes. Was, did you have a good time today? Yes. We got to talk about outlandish things, and... Basically, that was a pretty good variety. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, we've been talking lately about, like, I've been trying to, I want to, like, 
find a way to balance these like the talking points but mm -hmm. you're kind of at the mercy of the news cycle yeah you know what i mean so you don't really know what's going to some mm -hmm. days it's all movie news some days it's all general culture yeah uh, and you kind of have to just go between them but mm -hmm. like i like it when it's a good uh, mix of it today like uh i, I guess not, that was mostly movie news that, yeah that was, it, it was it wasn't in the end mm -hmm. but like uh batman uh, Lightyear. No, the, the end part. The was Warner, like the a movie. Warner Brothers <laughs> one is general, is kind of movie news, but mm -hmm. not really. Uh, and then, uh, but Island Boys and a Anthony Harris are definitely not. That's true. I don't know. I feel like, um, pretty much like how you said, we're at the mercy of the news cycle, yep. so we don't get like happy go going news. Unless we not that often, not um, that often. So we're kind of happy that Anthony Harris is a cool person, yep. and also I bet you he had nothing else to do because his team lost. That's very that was mean. That was very mean of you, Miracle. I'm I'm just I'm just pointing out something that like yeah maybe, but he does want to be more human like. So mm -hmm. I like that mm -hmm. idea, but. Mm. We like human beings here. We like human beings. Stop being a, a troll. Yes. Remember that, you guys. Don't be a <sighs> troll. Unless you watch the movie The Trolls, and yeah, whatever. That was clever. That was very clever, mm -hmm. Miracle. Why don't you tell everyone your social media <laughs> so they know where to find you? I don't have social media because it rots your brain. She's absolutely right about mm -hmm. that, guys. You ha you ha <laughs> you <laughs> you can, however, follow me on social media at Brett Dasvik on Instagram. You can go and follow the show on YouTube if you would please. Mm -hmm. uh, please subscribe to the channel. Please watch the videos there. We cut all the video all of these segments up into individual videos, and they go up there. Like the videos, comment on the videos, and then after you've done all that, please go and click on the description link where you will find a playlist. It's the link to the Spotify playlist where you can watch the whole unabridged episode I, I truly do believe that that is the best way to watch this show is unabridged is it the full podcast it's the whole experience it's not just on spotify though we are mm -hmm. also on amazon music on apple Podcasts. we are also on pandora and you can follow us on social media we are on in, on, on, in facetagram we Face are we are on twitter at pop culture underscore show and we are also on facebook and on tiktok you will make our friend dane very happy when he mm -hmm. comes back to guest host on monday by following us there and that is at pop culture crisis mm -hmm. bye that is everything today guys miracle said goodbye <laughs> i am now saying goodbye <laughs> we will see you with another episode tomorrow see you then guys bye Later. you guys